Support for What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue comes from Mattress by Mail. Our patented squeeze-it-in-there technology means an entire king-size mattress fits inside your mailbox. Just add water and step back. Get a collapsible box spring when you use the promo code BREEZY. Previously on What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue. Nothing about Breezy Blue was entirely innocent. Breezy Blue didn't have the first clue how to drive a car. Witnesses say the car was found overturned. The vulgar nightclub No body found. No body found. Quit sticking your sweet nose where it doesn't belong, Miss Ziegler. I swear it will be good night, nurse. For Midwest of the Americas Radio, I'm Liz Ziegler. Our producer is Glenn Mazera. That's Glenn with two N's. The ambient isn't helping. Between unsolvable riddles and threatening Norwegian phone calls, I've had a total of 12 hours of sleep over the past four days. Yeah, you're kind of a lot right now. Because I can't sleep! It's to the point where I'm not sure if I'm dreaming or driving. I think I'm starting to smell colors. Oh, that actually sounds amazing. Pull it together, Liz. You got this. For the past few months, I've traveled the country trying to figure out what happened to the body comedian and sexual revolutionary Breezy Blue. We've learned that a lot of people had it in for her. A sock puppet named Porky Pie, the Scandinavian mob, JFK and the Secret Service, Americans for wholesomeness. But there's one other name that keeps coming up again and again. He is certainly the most amusing young man around today. Here is Bob Newhart. If Breezy Blue had any competition when it came to selling comedy records in the early 1960s, it was the unassuming former accountant from Chicago. If she was the act you could never put on television, Bob Newhart was her opposite number, the clever cerebral comic custom fit for the Kennedy era. In 1961, Bob Newhart had the comedy world by the tail. That's the good Reverend Screwloose, host of Wacky Wax, the vintage comedy podcast. At the Grammy Awards, he won Best Comedy Album, Best New Artist, and Album of the Year, the trifecta. You can't blame the guy for thinking he was hot stuff. So what was the problem? 1962! Newhart just assumed he owned the Grammys. He was, of course, dead wrong. And the Grammy for Best Comedy Album goes to Breezy Blue. Breezy Blue for underpaid and overset. And that's where the storm began. That's Shirley Sinclair. In 1962, she was a cub reporter for Murmur Confidential, the hottest scandal rag in Hollywood. She later became quasi-famous for her tell-all bestseller, That Lousy Bastard Bob Newhart. Sinclair reached out to us after hearing the first few episodes of our podcast. Let me tell you about that lousy bastard, Bob Newhart. We used the last of our travel budget to fly to Sinclair's home in Murrieta, California. She's been retired for years, living alone with small dogs that all seem to be named Precious. The dog's breath reeks of menthol cigarettes. Exposed. 
that lousy bastard Bob Newhart. Everyone thinks he's such a sweetie pie. Now it can be told. I was at the 1962 Grammy Awards. And only Shirley Sinclair has the behind-the-scenes exclusive. Okay, so what happened? Item. Bob and Don Rickles were drunk off their behinds on Blue Hawaiians. Rickles keeps asking him, Where are you going to display this one, you hockey puck? Up your ass, says Newhart. Up your ass! Bob Newhart said the A word? On TV, he seems so, I don't know, mild-mannered. Sex crazy Bob Newhart? That mean drunk? That vicious good-for-nothing? Here's the shocking truth. Just that night, he engaged in fisticuffs with Ray Charles and Henry Mancini. He doesn't come across as the violent type. No man was more violent than that lousy bastard, Bob Newhart. Also, he was sex crazy. So, Breezy Blue? Here's the lowdown on comedy's most sizzling feud. Insiders say Newhart and Rickles were cocksure the Grammy was in the back. And sure enough, when glitzy glamour or whoever gets up to present the award, Newhart is out of his chair and strutting towards the stage before the winner's announced. And the Grammy for Best Comedy Album goes to... Breezy Blue. Breezy Blue! For underpaid and overset. Bob Newhart goes ape. Recount, recount, he's yelling. Bombshell. He had to be wrestled to the ground by the Kingston Trio. So this is why Bob Newhart had it in for Breezy Blue. Oh no. The Grammys was just where it all started. We'll hear more dubious Hollywood gossip soon. But first, a few words about... Mailbox mattress. Uh, mattress by mail. I'm so tired. Trying a mattress in a crowded showroom is no way to find a bed. Everyone knows your mailbox is the best place to discover your next great night's sleep. Mailbox mattress sounds amazing. Uh, mattress by mail. You can try the competitor's beds, but you're going to have to go to a store like a chump. And, uh, did I mention the pillow soft bounce that moves with you and your partner for a night of steamy romance? Liz, it's your line. Uh, mattress by mail, a king size value and a mailbox size package. Open the box, add water, and we promise you'll love the... Seriously, though, stand back when you add water. I'm, I'm speaking from experience. Save $50 when you use the promotion code BREEZY. Here's another thing about Bob Newhart, that lousy bastard. Does it have anything to do with Breezy Blue? He cavorts with prostitutes, pimps, and playboys. Scratches himself in public as if no one is watching. Eats mustard right out of the jar with his fingers 
like a barbarian. And you know this how? Terror in TV land. The man is a sex fiend. Don't let those 55 years of marriage fool you. Ask Julia Louis Dreyfus. She'll tell you. Shirley, did you ever date Bob Newhart? <coughs> Briefly. You sound angry. I loved that lousy bastard. <coughs> I think I got something. From? That lousy bastard, Bob Newhart. Glenn's college roommate works in the mailroom at a big Hollywood talent agency and was able to finagle Bob Newhart's hotmail address. Frankly, it was the most significant contribution Glenn has made to the podcast. Thanks. Seriously, Glenn, this is big. There have been times during this whole process when I didn't know if I could count on you. I sent him seven emails just to make sure he got it. That's the Glenn Mazera guarantee. Here we go, and... Well, what does it say? Dear Glenn, kindly f*** off. Sincerely, Bob Newhart. Are you kidding me? I know. What can you do? What can you do? You can do better. You can send better emails, make better phone calls. Just be better. I'm trying. Your trying sucks. Well, you don't have to be cruel about it. It's not cruel. It's honest. I mean, you're not good at this. You're disorganized, you lack imagination, and frankly, Glenn, you're just not that bright. Well, I guess you're right. Glenn, look, I'm, I'm super tired. Glenn? You're finding your perseverance hard to swallow, Liz Ziegler. Swear you will stop, or we'll switch the channel permanently. Have I mentioned I haven't been sleeping? Or sleeping? The constant phone calls aren't helping. And Glenn isn't here to screen them anymore. Can you hear me, Glenn? Because I'm super sorry. <sighs> Back to Shirley Sinclair. A conversation I continued, despite my uncomfortable allergic reaction to her several dogs. In your opinion, Bob Newhart was a violent man. A vicious thug. Capable of... Unspeakable cruelty. But... An amazing kisser, if I'm being honest. Murder. I'm asking if he's capable of murder. Here's the naked truth. Bob Newhart lived to kill. The way he hated Brazy Blue, there's no question he did it. Probably with his bare hands. Oh, that man had strong, sensual hands. I don't get it. If Newhart was such a threat... Why didn't anyone report him to the police? Wouldn't someone like Saul Goldblatt make Saul sure? Saul Goldblatt? That preening hairdresser slash bodyguard slash chauffeur slash manager? He could barely match his tie to his leisure suit, much less look out for Breezy Blue. 
and with those rippling muscles and Chinese chokeholds, Bob Newhart would have mopped the floor with him. Will you be talking to Bob by chance? Won't return our calls. Yeah, mine neither. The natural inclination is to assume Shirley Sinclair is, to put it delicately, making up, the spite of a scorned lover. But she's not the only one who says Bob Newhart had it out for Breezy Blue. Once again, here's the good Reverend Screwloose. Newhart was jealous. He wanted to be comedy king, but here was this naughty nightclub gal selling more records. It drove him crazy! Do you have any proof? Well, I have this. Of course, Newhart never recorded it. But here it is, on paper. Where did you get this? I used to date Newhart's maid. Bitchy was right. As the good reverend says, no recording exists, and Bob Newhart himself would never perform it for us. But since we have the manuscript, we hired celebrity impressionist Skip Doolittle to reenact the routine as a plastered Newhart himself may have performed it at a Hollywood cocktail party. Uh, there's a salty gal making the rounds of, uh, of some of the sleazier nightclubs out there. Uh, you may have heard of Breezy Blue and, and, and thought that it was some new form of venereal disease. Uh, turns out she's an actual performer. Uh, not not one that decent folks pay to see, mind you, but a performer nonetheless. And it got me to imagining what a conversation between Breezy and her agent must be like. I think it would go a little something like this. Hey, Breezy baby, how are you? Hey, hey, Phil, get on the extension. It's, it's floozy flu. How you doing, sweetheart? You have an idea for a promotion, do you? Well, well let's hear it. Uh, you're, you're going to you're going to smooch the male customers who buy the album after the show, right right full on the mouth. Uh huh. I see. Well, well, that certainly beats a coupon. And, and you're going to do what to their wives? Is is that legal in Ohio? Oh, okay. Well, well, good luck with that. Oh, and and you have an audition for for Ed Sullivan. Sure you do, sweetheart. Some, someone told you Ed wanted you on, eh? You, you want to sing the national anthem? Uh, topless. And, and you want to plant the flag where? By all means, uh, Sullivan will, uh, he will, he will love it, and, and you can tell him I said so. What's that sound? You, you have to go? Uh, sure, sure, I understand. The vice squad waits for no man. G goodbye, Breezy. One more thing about Newhart. It wasn't enough to make fun of her behind her back. He wanted to make sure she didn't have a career. Did he have that kind of clout? Have you ever heard of an old sitcom called Careful What You Witch For? No. Careful what you witch for, you might just cast a spell. Careful what you witch for, you do voodoo so well. Nothing? Sorry. It only lasted one season. 
But who knows? If it starred Breezy Blue, maybe it would have been her Gilligan's Island. So Breezy would have been the witch. Breezy was the witch! She shot the pilot! But a certain someone made a phone call to the wife of the network president, made some insinuations, and next thing you know, Breezy was out of a job. This was all news to me. So I called Saul Goldblatt, Breezy's manager. Somehow still with us after all these years. You start all your conversations with elder abuse? I'm super tired. Uh, sounds like it's time to let this go, Toots. I, I've told you everything I remember. <laughs> I made up a bunch of stuff besides. Do you remember much about careful what you witch for? So dumb. Uh, the boyfriend never lets the witch do witchcraft. Why be a witch if you can't do witchcraft? She should have turned him into a hamster. Uh, if Breezy had done that show, it would have been a disaster. So is it true? They wouldn't let us say presumes. Uh, absolutely true. I'm talking about Bob Newhart. Did he really kill the deal for her? Uh, who knows? That's it? Ah, uh, who knows? What do I know from Bob Newhart? I, I'm elderly, as you keep telling everyone week after week. I need answers, Saul. You're not going to find them. It's been too long. Leave the past in the past where it belongs. I've come too far to just let it go. Why are you so stubborn? Put Glenn on the phone. He's nice. Glenn's not here. He sort of quit. Well, I don't blame him. Saul, I'm asking as a friend. I don't have any more leads. You're my last... I believed Shirley Sinclair about Bob Newhart, at least the part about professional jealousy. For a clean comic like Newhart, it must have hurt to lose record sales to someone like Breezy Blue. <laughs> but was Bob a killer? He certainly had plenty of comedy competition over the years, and by all accounts, he never murdered anyone, not even Rickles. It just didn't add up. The same goes for many of the others who had it out for Breezy Blue. Porky Pie, Americans for Wholesomeness, JFK, even the Swedish Mafia. They all had their reasons for disliking Breezy Blue, even hating her. But no one actually had anything to gain from her disappearing. Maybe we waited too long, Breezy. Hardly anyone remembers you. And the people who do? Well, it seems their memories are cloudy, remembering what they want to remember, keeping the details that fit their personal narratives and throwing out the rest. We'll always have your records, Breezy Blue. Maybe those are the only details you want us to remember. He held me in his arms and I asked, what color are my eyes? The lousy bum said 36 If that's the case, there are worse legacies than laughter and magical bazooms. What the f*** Happened to Breezy Blue is produced by... It's produced by me, Liz Ziegler. Good job, Liz. Ira Glass still isn't returning our calls. Support for What the f*** Happened to Breezy Blue comes from Mattress by Mail. Your next good night's sleep is as far away as your mailbox. 
Just add water and get the hell out of the way. That's Mattress by Mail. What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue is a production of Midwest of the Americas Radio. If you liked this episode of What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue, please share it with a friend. If you haven't already, please subscribe and review. It really makes a difference.